Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me, your host, Linda, for another episode of Divorcee Podcast. On today's podcast, you will have the pleasure of enjoying yours truly only because I wanted to just share some things that are on my heart. I want to... um. I want everybody to continue to pray for the podcast that perhaps someone will be encouraged by what they hear when we are sharing. It is my belief that healing may come from knowing that you're not alone in your journey. So it's my hope for those who may be struggling through difficulties of divorce or relationship or any struggle that and, and pain that comes with that struggle. Just remember that weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And even for me, while I am yet in the healing process, God is revealing more and more each day in terms of where he wants me to go with this podcast ministry. And yes, I do consider it a ministry and how I can be a blessing to his people. So for the last several months, there has been a theme in my head. While I am healing, God is revealing. Let me say that again. While I am yet healing, God is revealing. And this has been a theme that has been playing over and over in my head for the last couple of months. And I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it. But I, I've been thinking to myself, why did God give me that? What does this mean? And I think I actually said something about it when I, when I first uh, was introducing the podcast for the day. So since it's about healing and revealing, I'm going to talk to you today about both of those topics. So, we start with healing. As you may or may not know, I have been divorced since um, 2015. You might be thinking, she should be over that by now and get over it already or something. Because, I mean, but it still, it takes time. Divorce, can, it can really present a devastating loss in your life. Because um, it's, it's a, like a, a loss like any other loss. So, somewhere along the line, my marriage fell into... A period of terminal illness. That's how I view it. You know, the symptoms of that illness was like verbal abuse, rage, anger, no communication, just a lot of not getting along. So it was in this point, it was at this point in the relationship, we could have explored counseling, but we had done that before and it didn't really help us at all. And basically, I think it failed for us because my ex perceived everything that the counselor had said as a validation of his behavior. And basically, this is because he's somewhat of a narcissist. And um, so he doesn't really ever acknowledge and never has really acknowledged anything that he was wrong. And most of the time he thinks that I am wrong about everything. But anyway, at this point, my marriage was in the throes of being terminally ill. And so it wasn't getting any better. So actually, we, it moved from a terminally ill stage from suffering through that illness and it ultimately ended in death, which for marriage, death is divorce. And so when you experience divorce, you go through the same stages of grief that you experience when you lose a loved one. You know, somebody passed away. because, And that's because I think that you have loved your spouse, you've adored your spouse, and your marriage is something that you held sacred. And you may still love your spouse, and you still may hold on to the sanctity of marriage, even as you experience the slow and painful demise of that relationship. 
So I just wanted to share with you, um, as I talk about marriage, uh, the stages of grief, and I talk about healing, the stages of grief. There are actually two models that are out there regarding those stages. There's a five-step or stage model and a seven-stage model, but the most common is the five-stage model. So for the purposes of this conversation, I'm going to talk about that one. So first, the first stage of grief here is denial. So you might be saying to yourself at this stage, because I know I did, he's just mad and he'll get over it. And for me, I was in such a place of dysfunction at this time. We were living separately as a couple. And I'll explain that in a moment. And that um, I thought that even going through this, that we would eventually get back together or would forever continue living separately, but function as a dysfunctional couple. And by that, I mean, we were living separately. I had an apartment and he stayed in the house. And so we would spend all of our time together, really like a married couple. We planned our meals together. We did our uh, weekend dating. We we did everything. I would I would reside at the house for months until I got angry. Then I'd stop off and go to my apartment. And then he'd come over there and stay. And then we'd go back to the house and, and just existed as a totally dysfunctional couple. So, I mean, I thought we were eventually going to get back together. So I really didn't think he was serious when he talked about divorce, when he said he wanted to bring me some papers. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. So he had threatened me so many times, but he did shock me though. One of these times before we actually reached that point, I had told him, I thought we were working on getting back together. He said, "Um, I don't know why you thought that. And so I think in my mind, we had been doing this probably close to five years. So I was a little bit blind and felt a little bit misled. But here, I won't be too hard on myself. I think I was in denial because I was receiving mixed messages. So anyway, denial, that's the first stage. Anger, anger is the second one. And that's considered kind of a coping mechanism. I was furious with him. I was like, you dragged me down here away from my friends and family. I was perfectly fine. And I was mad at myself and I was saying that I I should have left him a long time ago. Now think about it. I did leave him, but I didn't leave him because we were, we were separated but living together. It was a very bizarre relationship uh, situation. But I was really angry with myself because I was like, now he's the one filing for divorce when I was really the one that left. And I was going through all that crazy back and forth in my head. And I was just angry with myself. And I was saying stuff like he was going to regret this because there's nobody like me because I am the bomb.com. I mean, I was serious with these crazy thoughts in my head. I'm going to tell you, when you're going through these stages, it's really, you're not having any rational thoughts in most of the stages. You're really not. Okay, then we move into the bargaining stage. That was the third stage. So I started thinking to myself, well, maybe if I hadn't visited my family and friends as much or if they didn't come down here all the time or if I hadn't talked back or if I didn't have so much mouth, if this, if that, and if this and that, if I hadn't done these things, that wouldn't have happened. But that's really not the truth. So that's kind of the bargaining um, discussion that you have in your head or out loud. Then you have the fourth stage, it's depression. 
Depression is more of a quiet stage of grief. Whereas anger and bargaining are kind of active, this stage not so much. I was kind of sad and I was thinking that his friends probably think I'm an awful person. And basically if they did, it was because he was telling them that. But um, I was feeling like really embarrassed and I was just depressed. I was hoping that I didn't run into anybody that we knew. And most of the people that I would have known were his friends because this was really his home and not mine. And so, um, you know, the depression lasted for quite some time and it also coexisted with some of the other stages. But let me tell you something. When I finally got out of that depression stage... And I got through the depression stage. I finally stepped into acceptance. Woosa, finally could take a deep breath. It was here that I finally realized that I had kind of been dealing with the fruit rather than the root. And by the fruit, I mean I was writing things in my journal. I was talking to people about the marriage and what was going on rather than going to the root. And the root is the one who has all the answers, who is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when I say I was dealing with the fruit, I'm talking about stuff and talking to people rather than talking to the person, the one in my life who had all the answers. I think at this point, I realized that this was God's way of getting me into a different mindset. He was moving me out of the dysfunction in which I had existed for so long he was saving me from the unsaved and moving me into his purpose. And here is where the healing began, right here. So now I'm still hearing this while I am yet healing, God is revealing. So we're going to talk about revealing for a few minutes. I'm not going to be long today. I just had to share this because it was on my heart to share it. So... God has revealed in my healing process that he wants me to move forward in his purpose. He wants me to live a life of excellence. And he wants all of us to live a life of excellence. So let me just clarify excellence for a moment because at first I was thinking, well, I can't be perfect because I think I'm thinking excellence kind of is perfection. And I think we can confuse that. Excellence is not perfection, but rather it's giving the very best that you have available to you. So I, I realized that in order for me to move forward, I can't dwell on yesterday. Even if yesterday wasn't, wasn't all bad, you know, whether it was good or bad, it is time to move forward. So this is where the healing begins. And he's, he's revealing to me, God is revealing to me what I need to do and how I need to do it. And I feel like I'm here on this podcast as a result of his divine placement and purpose for me. And I've said it many times before that this is a place for a development of a community for women. And the real goal is to help them heal by sharing their journey through marriage on through divorce. Because I just think that it's helpful, again, to know that somebody is here sharing with you and listening to what you have to say about your struggle. And I know that for me, I have a long journey ahead as he continues to reveal what it is that he ultimately, that the Lord ultimately wants me to do. So I'm going to close this week's podcast as I solicit your prayers and as my, I make my way because I'm still in the very early stages of where I'm headed. I'm really not sure.
So for, for everybody who is listening, always know that even in your darkest hours, that God will never leave you or forsake you ever. Just trust in him and you too, you'll reach your level of acceptance, healing and revelation just as I have. And I'm still growing. I'm still healing and I'm, he's still revealing and I'm still seeing things and I'm really excited about it. So with that all being said, that's pretty much it for today. Today's podcast was brief. Again, as I said earlier, as I just wanted to share a short message with you. I hope that um somebody, somebody was blessed by what I had to say. So, okay, I just wanted to say, well, thanks again for joining me today. And this is your host, Linda. And be sure to join us next time on the Divorce Podcast. Take care and God bless. <laughs>